Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Jones v. Mississippi. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast or put a little gas in my motorcycle so I can get to my public defender internship this summer, please stay tuned to the end of the podcast. Certiori to the Court of Appeals of Mississippi. Argued November 3rd, 2020. Decided April 22nd, 2021. A Mississippi jury convicted petitioner Brett Jones of murder for killing his grandfather. Jones was 15 years old when he committed the crime. Under Mississippi law at the time, murder carried a mandatory sentence of life without parole. The trial judge duly imposed that sentence, which was affirmed on direct appeal. This court subsequently decided Miller v. Alabama, which held that the Eighth Amendment permits a life-without-parole sentence for a defendant who committed a homicide when he or she was under 18, but only if the sentence is not mandatory and the sentencer therefore has discretion to impose a lesser punishment. In the wake of that decision, the Mississippi Supreme Court ordered that Jones be resentenced in accordance with Miller. At the resentencing, the judge acknowledged that he had discretion under Miller to impose a sentence less than life without parole. The judge determined, however, that life without parole remained the appropriate sentence for Jones. Jones again appealed his sentence, citing both Miller and the then-recently-decided case of Montgomery v. Louisiana, which held that Miller applied retroactively on collateral review. Jones contended that under Miller and Montgomery, a sentencer must make a separate factual finding that a murderer under 18 is permanently incorrigible before sentencing the offender to life without parole. The Mississippi Court of Appeals rejected Jones's argument. The Supreme Court held... Uh, the decision is affirmed, and Justice Kavanaugh delivered the opinion of the court. In the case of a defendant who committed a homicide when he or she was under 18, Miller and Montgomery do not require the sentencer to make a separate factual finding of permanent incorrigibility before sentencing the defendant to life without parole. In such a case, a discretionary sentencing system is both constitutionally necessary and constitutionally sufficient. A sentencer need not make a separate factual finding of permanent incorrigibility before sentencing a murderer under 18 to life without parole. In Miller, the court mandated only that a sentencer follow certain processes considering an offender's youth and attendant, circumst- or attendant characteristics before imposing a life without parole sentence. Um, in Montgomery, The court stated that finding of fact regarding a child's incorrigibility is not required. Miller and Montgomery require consideration of an offender's youth, but not any particular factual finding. Miller and Montgomery therefore refute Jones's argument that a finding of permanent incorrigibility is constitutionally necessary. Nor must a sentencer provide an on-the-record sentencing explanation with an implicit finding of permanent incorrigibility before sentencing a murderer under 18, to life without parole. An on-the-record sentencing explanation is not necessary to ensure that a sentencer considers a defendant's youth, nor is an on-the-record sentencing explanation required by or consistent with Miller or Montgomery, neither of which said anything about a sentencing explanation. The court's decision does not disturb Miller's holding that a state may not impose a mandatory life without parole sentence on a murderer under 18 or Montgomery's holding that Miller applies retroactively on collateral review. The resentencing in Jones's case complied with Miller and Montgomery 
because the sentencer had discretion to impose a sentence less than life without parole in light of Jones's youth. The court's decision today should not be construed as in agreement or disagreement with Jones's sentence. In addition, the court's decision does not preclude the states from imposing additional sentencing limits on in cases involving murderers under 18. Nor does the court's decision prohibit Jones from presenting his moral and policy arguments against his life without parole sentence to the state officials who are authorized to act on those arguments. The decision below is affirmed. Justice Kavanaugh delivered the opinion of the court in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Alito, Gorsuch, and Barrett joined. Justice Thomas filed an opinion concurring in the judgment. Justice Sotomayor filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Breyer and Kagan joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support uh, me or the podcast, find the uh, PayPal link in the show notes. Find me on Patreon or contact me at RhodesScholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number 80.